0: Lord, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you for revival. God, we are declaring that revival has begun. Revival has begun. And God, we just ask that you would continue to do your thing, Lord, that revival would take over this city, revival would take over this nation. God, that we would see your light pierce the darkness in every area. That we would see the lost coming to the churches, Lord, coming to salvation, coming to you like they've never come before, or that we would see the greatest harvest we've ever seen on this earth. God, we just pray that this morning, in the midst of your presence, God, that we receive the healing that we need in our bodies, in our minds, in our souls. God, that we would receive the encouragement. We would receive the answers. We would receive everything, God, that we have came in here seeking this morning. God, bless these people. Now, Lord, I ask that you would anoint the Word. Lord, I have absolutely nothing to give these people, but, Lord, you have every answer. You have the words of life. And so, God, we just ask that you would anoint the Word this morning, that it would accomplish everything you sent it to do. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, guys, you can be seated. Kids, you can go on to your classes. Exciting things happening down there. I want everybody just to look around for a minute. Just just look around you. Before I get into the message this morning... It's getting crowded in here. And I just want to say this this morning. I I talked to last time we had a, a board meeting. I talked to our board that I felt like the Lord was beginning to move us towards another facility, a bigger facility, something. And since then, the Lord has spoke to us different things, and I believe that it is time. So all I'm asking you guys to do this morning is just begin to pray with us that God lead us to the right place, the right time, that he just help us be wise in that. Amen. And that um, we just, we're we're in that sweet spot of his will. Amen. So would you be praying, put that on your prayer list this week. Be praying with us, exciting times. All right. So, okay, uh, this is the last message in this behind-the-screen, get-out-from-behind-the-screen series. And we've been talking about all the different screens that can keep us from experiencing real life, experiencing real ministry, from experiencing all that God wants us to be in this morning. We're going to talk about real church. So, I love college football. It's my favorite sport to watch. It's my favorite sport. I love college football yesterday for some of you guys was a great day. Yeah. Some of us, it wasn't such a great day. Roll tide. Roll tide. We're still rolling. Amen. So, um, so, but here's the thing that, um, I, I like about college football is have you ever, if you've ever been to a game, I don't get to go much, but when if you've ever been there, it's like the the atmosphere is off the charts. I mean, you, you get there, I mean, football, College football is crazy. It's like coin flip. They win. Ah, They're going nuts over a coin flip. Nobody's scored. Nobody's even touched the ball yet. They're going nuts. Kickoff. Everybody's jumping up and down. Jump up and down. Jump up and down. Kickoff, kickoff. Ball's in the air. Everybody's going nuts. Going crazy. Ball's in the air. Nobody's even done anything yet. In some ways, church ought to be more like that. Okay? So this morning we're going to talk about what is church. We're going to answer, try to answer some questions. What is church? Can you have church from behind a screen? Can you have church watching a screen? Well, I said last week that we were blessed when we found out that in 2020 that we couldn't meet for a while, that we were able to have church on the screen. Amen. We were able to. Produce church, and and so there are some elements of church that can be experienced by watching on TV or watching on a computer or watching on your phone There can be some elements that we can put through the screen to give the best experience that we can but just like the difference in watching a college football game on TV and Being there It's not exactly the same Right. Right that there are some things that we can enjoy through a screen, but I'm going to tell you there's nothing like being in the assembly of the brothers and sisters of Christ and being together and worshiping together just like there's nothing like being in a, in a stadium of 100,000 people going nuts because somebody scored a touchdown, right? And, and so I want to say this, if, for those who cannot be in church because of health reasons or other reasons, hallelujah, I'm so thankful that we can produce something and people can view our services and other services. But I'm going to say for everybody who can be in a church service, you need to be in a church service, okay? And and so let's just think about, I'm going to carry this out just for a minute and then we're going to get into the, the word. So let's just think about going to a football game watching a football game. Now, I can sit at home on Saturday in my pajamas, lay around, do nothing until the time for the game come on. Boop, there it is. I set my recliner. It took no effort. If I'm going to go to a football game, I'm going to have to leave early enough to get my seat, find some parking. Make sure I'm dressed right because if I show up at Commonwealth Stadium with an orange shirt on, I might get beat up. (laughs) Uh, You know, so there's a lot of thought goes into it. I'm coming in. You're walking in. What do you think the game's going to be like today? Are we going to win today? Hey, what's your prediction on the score? Hey, let's do it. Everybody's pumped and everybody's excited. But if I just watch it on TV, it doesn't take a lot of effort. I just watch it. And I enjoy it. It's sort of like I can, I can see Hawaii on TV, but I'm sure it's nothing like being there. Right? And so God's calling us to be present in the assembly of the believers every chance we get. And So we're going to talk about some of those things this morning. So let me read to you out of Acts chapter 2. 43 through the end of the chapter there Or actually 42 This is the first church the early church Jesus had been crucified went back to be the father day of Pentecost had come Holy Spirit was now among the believers. They were beginning to have church Did not have the New Testament yet did not have church buildings yet. Didn't have church boards, church pastors. They didn't have nurseries. They didn't. They just okay. Let's get together as believers and let's let's have you know we've been told that we're to join together. We'll be together, right? And, and so here's what it says: All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day and in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity and all the while praising God and Enjoying the goodwill of all the people and each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being Saved amen, and so here's the big idea this morning it's sort of wordy But the real church is a loving community of real people in real action glorifying the real God amen and, and so the so we here at River of Life have this thing that we say our mission is to bring them in, build them up, send them out. Bring them in, build them up, send them out. So I'm going to use some words this morning. We're going to talk about being excited. We're going to talk about some exalting. We're going to talk about some equipping and some engagement. So when we come into church... We ought to come in in that atmosphere we've already talked about, like a college football game. We we shouldn't come in going, if the songs are good this morning, I hope by about the third one I'll get a little excited. We should come in going, I am coming in to the presence of God. The Bible says this, where any two or three are gathered in his name, Jesus says this, I will be in their midst. So, when we're coming into this church this morning, or any church, I'm not just talking about this, this, like River Lop's got the corner of the market. I'm not saying that. But I'm going to say this. We ought to be coming in going, you know who's going to be there this morning? Jesus. You know who's going to be there this morning? You know who is going to be there? It's not who's going to be singing which song. It's not going to be who's going to be preaching this morning. Who's going to be there? Jesus is going to be there. And so we should come into the assembly going, I'm going to enter into the presence of Jesus and with the other believers with us. And so I'm coming in excited. I'm expecting. I've read the New Testament, and every time Jesus showed up, somebody got healed, somebody got delivered, something supernatural happened. So I'm going into the presence of Jesus, and we should come in excited about that. Instead of it's Sunday Try to get there by 1105. Maybe we can get there by the end of the... I mean, come on now. I'm not not trying to step on anybody's toes. I'm just saying, if you knew Jesus was here, you'd be here like an hour early. I want to be first in line, right? I want to to get the good seat this morning. I want to be where I can see Jesus. I want to get close enough to touch Jesus. And, And so I just want us to think about when we come into the assembly that Jesus has promised he would be here. So we should come in with this excitement. Real church also, we should come in to exalt, glorify, magnify the Lord. Amen. Which means this, I'm not coming in here for myself. I'm coming into the presence of God to worship him. I'm coming into the presence of God to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm coming into the presence of God to worship the, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the creator of all. I'm coming in with my brothers and sisters together to worship him. Now, let's talk about that real quick because it, when we say worship, we're not just talking about I'm coming into the presence of God to singing three songs. The, the people in the nursery holding the babies right now are worshiping God. The people who cleaned the building so it would be nice this morning were worshiping God. The people teaching our children are worshiping God. That, that's worship. Whenever we are doing things to exalt God, to glorify Jesus, that's worship. And yes, when we sing, if we're singing to him, we're worshiping. And we're, our hearts should be full of gratitude. And God, would thank you for everything you've done. And I want to return to you worship and glory and exaltation, right? Amen. We exalt God also when we come in to serve one another. Now, don't get nervous because I said serving. I'm talking about what if we came through the doors this morning with this attitude. Lord, who is it today you want me to give an encouraging word to? Lord, who is it you want me to do something for today? Who who is it in the building this morning that needs to hear a good word, who needs a smile, who needs a pat on the back, who needs some encouragement? Who in the house this morning can I offer something to? I've got an extra 20 bucks in my pocket. Who do you want me to give it to this morning? It's serving. God has called us into this place to exalt him by serving one another and coming in with the attitude of it's not all about me, But it's about who I can bless and can I exalt him? And here's the good news of that. When we begin to exalt him and glorify him and worship him, his blessings do flow towards us. When we're in his presence, he does bless us. When we serve other people, there is a blessing that comes with that. But if we come into the place with only the attitude, let's see what they got this morning. I really need something. And listen. I know there's some mornings that are like that. I know there's some mornings that all you can do is just get here. And if that's you this morning, God bless you for being here. God bless you for making the the effort to get here and coming in here. And my prayer, my sincere prayer this morning is God give you everything you need this morning. Amen. But there are other mornings when we can come in and we should come in with the attitude, I'm here to bless. I'm here to serve. I'm, I'm, I'm here to exalt his name. I've come into this place with all the brothers and sisters of Christ to glorify and worship his name, right? And so we should come excited. We should come to exalt God. We should come to lift up his name, to glorify him. And so that's bringing them in. And so we want to bring people in to the assembly. To share Jesus with them. We want to bring people in. We want to gather together. And it says that they gathered daily in the temple. And they also went into a home. So there was that gathering together in those times when they would all come together. They would all come together in the temple and had worshipped God together. And so we want to come in together. We want to gather together. We want to join together to worship and exalt God. And then we say we want to bring him in. We want to build them up. That's the equipping There's a scripture in Mark chapter, or I'm sorry, um, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 12. So you yourselves, since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit, strive to excel in building up the church. So what he's saying is, you want some gifts, you want the anointing. You want the giftings of the Holy Spirit? Want them so you can build the church up. And so when we're bringing people in, we want to build them up. We want to equip them. Part of bringing them in isn't just to have that service, but it's to while we're here, let's build each other up. Let's build people up. Listen, otherwise we get a bunch of people coming to a church that are in the audience who leave no stronger, no better yeah. than they were when they came in. That's right. That's right. And we need to be building people up. And so here at River of Life, we do things like we have life groups and we have Wednesday night discipleship and we have uh, Sunday nights and we have prayer groups and we have all these things. And I hope that you as an individual copy the early church and invite people into your home. Yeah. Say, so let's sit around the table and let's talk about Jesus for a while. Or at least let's take you out to Frisch's or something. Let's sit around the table and talk about Jesus, right? Because people need to be equipped. We need to be equipped to know the difference between the truth and the lies of the devil. We need to be equipped to know how to be good husbands and good wives and good parents. We need to be equipped to know how to be Christian citizens In this world, we need to be equipped to know how to win the battle over the devil every day. We need to be equipped to know how when temptation comes, how do I handle that temptation? When I'm discouraged, how do I handle that discouragement? When I fail, and you will, how do I do that? How do I get back up? And we need to be equipped to know how to do that. And the church is supposed to be equipping people. And so when we come in, we're we're trying to equip each other. And that's where we should be sharing those things with each other. Listen, let me share with you how God has helped me overcome this, this temptation. Let me share with you this lesson I learned as a father. Let me share with you this scripture that God spoke to me this week that is really just change my my perspective on things. And so we need to be equipping one another, equipping one another. And then the last thing is send them out. Bring them in. We come in together, and whether that's on a Sunday morning or we bring them in to a life group or we bring them in to a corporate prayer service or we bring them in in some other Like a Wednesday night discipleship group, we're bringing them in to exalt God. We bring them in to equip one another, and then we send them out. Now, this has been misunderstood at River of Life because sometimes I think it's been understood. We want to bring them in, build them up, and then we send them out. Just leave. We're sending you. Go. That's not what this is about. We're talking about sending people out in the world to engage the world to engage the world, to take salvation to the world? What have you learned here that you can now take out Monday through Friday and you can t- take that into your world, take that into your neighborhood, take that into your place of work, take it into your family? How, what, how, what can we do to equip you so now we can send you out in the world to engage the world and to change the world? Yeah, that's right. So one of the things that we're supposed to, Take out with us, send out people to do is get people born again. Amen. Amen. In Mark chapter 16, Jesus said, Go into all the whole world and preach the good news to everyone. So, where are you supposed to preach the good news? The whole world. Who are you supposed to preach it to? Everyone. So, if you're wondering, that's where and who? Yeah. Everyone, everywhere. That's That's the answer to where we take Jesus. And so, we're sending people out, hopefully. That we haven't just sat to a service and went, yeah, that's pretty good. And then we go home, and then we n- just forget about Jesus. We're, we're going out. In Acts chapter 2, it said they were sa- people were added to the church daily. Now, how'd that happen? Because as people were going to the market, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. As people were going to do their jobs. Hey, we've got this little home group thing. We're meeting in our house tonight. This thing we call communion or the Lord's Supper or whatever they called it back in that day. Would you like to come over and have a bite to eat with us? And we're going to do this thing. And while you're there, I want to tell you about Jesus. And because of that, people were being saved every day. Every day. So we're being sent out to preach Jesus to everyone, everywhere. We're also being sent out to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth. We're, we're to be change agents wherever we go. In Matthew chapter five, Jesus says this, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand Where it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way Let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father So what does that mean for you and me? That means when we go to our place of business tomorrow or wherever you go that we're supposed to reflect the light of Jesus Well, how do I do that? you be the best employee in the building You'd be the one that picks up the garbage as you walk across the parking lot. Well, that's not my job. That piece of paper in the, gar- in the parking lot, not my job. But everywhere we go, if we're to be the light of the world, we're supposed to leave everywhere we go better than when we found it. And when we're in our neighborhood or we're on the job or wherever we're at and conversations come up that are controversial, and they always do. Take the high road. I'm not gonna gossip. I'm not gonna badmouth my boss. I'm not gonna talk bad about people. I'm not gonna pick a fight just to pick a fight. I'm not gonna create drama. Drama stops here. I'm not gonna carry that on. If I say anything at all, it's going to be loving. It's going to be Christ-like. I'm going to go into my job or my neighborhood or wherever you go tomorrow saying, okay, Jesus, give me your heart today. Help me to feel like you feel. Help me to see things like you see them. Help me to, to, to view people like you view them. And we should be preaching a message through our lives that we're not just against a bunch of stuff. But we're for the glory of God and heaven be in earth. Right? Because sometimes the world gets this view of the church like they're the people who are against everything. And there is a time for us to stand up for what is right. And there is a time for us to voice when things are going against the glory of God and, and all those things. But we should be more for the blessing of God in people's life for the love of God, for the righteousness of God, for living a biblical lifestyle, for all those things. And just and there is, it's like a mindset. I can either be against everything or I can just speak the goodness of God and live out the goodness of God. And so God's called us to come in, bring them in. And there's times like today that right now we're called to bring in. Come in. Be together. Hear the word of the Lord together. Worship together. We're going to have baptism. We're going to celebrate big, I hope. And we're going to, in a few minutes, we're going to have the altar. And we're going to have those moments together that can only be, happen when we're together. And then there's a the time when we're going to be sent out. And church doesn't stop when we're sent out. And so we bring people in to get people saved, and we send you out to get people saved we come in to worship and I hope we're being sent out to worship. We're being brought in to bring glory to God's name and we're being sent out to bring glory to God's name. right? We're being brought in to serve and we're being sent out to serve. We're being brought in to be encouraged and we're being sent out to encourage others. We're being brought in to be equipped and then we're going out to equip others. Getting the picture? And so, God, that's what real church is. It's real people in loving community. And community is more than just gathering once a week, community is family, it's sharing. When we read this, they shared everything they had, They they were in community, in real action, not just sitting. Not just being a spectator, not just being in the audience, but serving, worshiping, doing all these things together, glorifying the real God. Now, what God's calling us to do then is to participate in this. All of us are being called to participate in the bringing in. So, who are you gonna bring in? Who, who are you gonna bring in? We're being called, all of us, to participate in the equipping. How are you gonna equip somebody this week? Who are you gonna equip? Begin to ask the Lord, Who am I gonna equip? How can I equip them? You're being sent out to do all these things. And to participate in that. Not going, man, I'm so thankful that Dylan's being sent out. That's awesome. Go get him Dylan. You know, he's man, he's such a good guy. Man, I, I, I just can't wait to see who brings in next week. No, you, me, all of us. Amen? Amen? Amen. So let me give you one more college football analogy. If you don't like college football, <clears throat> I'm sorry. But most schools, most schools, most fourth quarter, they've got some kind of deal. <laughs> that, or... I was watching one in airband stadium. Jump around. Jump around. I mean the whole stadium was like, man, that place's gonna fall. I hope the structure's good. Because look there's seventy-five thousand people jump around because they're like they're like, fourth quarter, man, this is it. This is it, close game, this is it, this is our time, fourth quarter, we always win the fourth quarter. He's a guy in the house. What do y'all do? Fourth quarter? What do y'all where's the guy? What do you do for fourth quarter? Fourth quarter. It's exciting. We're excited because we're going in the fourth quarter. We're going to win the fourth quarter. We're going to dominate the fourth quarter, right? And so it's because it's coming to the end. And at church we go, fourth quarter's almost over, baby. (laughs) Lunch in 15 minutes. (laughs) Woo! Fourth quarter. He's done. I can tell he's wrapping it up. (laughs) When we should be going fourth quarter. Altar's coming. Fourth quarter's altar's coming. He's beginning to wrap it up. Altar's coming. We're gonna sing together and we're gonna pray together and we're gonna see miracles happen. Fourth quarter. This is the end of this. This is the end of this when the good stuff happens right here. This is when we're gonna win. This is when we're gonna come out of here winners, right? And so stand up. Everybody stand up.